It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. It's Monday morning. Is it good morning? How about a good morning? Good morning. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. We're so glad to be here. This is your Monday morning motivation, and we hope we have some encouraging things for you today. It's kind of a big day on the national calendar. Usually I have a love-hate relationship with that thing, but today we're going to be talking about something so cool, so tune in and stay with us. That's right. We also have the word for your day, and we have some great news you can use about what's going on around the world, uh, all for the kingdom of God. And you know what? We want you to know that your prayer request, we are never interrupted by. We are never like sidetracked. It's exactly what we're here to do. So we're taking your prayer request this morning. We'd love to welcome you, say hi there and hello, but we cannot take your prayer request and we cannot say hey to you unless you type in your chat box and let us know you're here this morning. That's right. So let us know you're here. Type in your chat box. Let us know where you're tuning in from. And the answer to this very important question that we ask on a Monday morning, what is in your cup? That's right. We care about what you're drinking this morning. We believe everybody deserves the good news of Jesus Christ and good coffee. That's right. That's right. Those are a couple of good things that really go good together. I mean, you know, like uh, sour cream and uh, chives or onion. Yeah. Or uh, peanut, peanut butter. butter and jelly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, good coffee and the good gospel. Good news. Yes. Good That's coffee. Awesome. Good news. Amen. Let's jump over to the chat box. Look at all you all this morning on a Monday morning. I'm so happy to see you guys. Hey, Warren in the house from Kingsville, Missouri. We love you, Warren. He's drinking five-hour energy at the Ford plant where he's working. He's still working, even though there's an, uh, an auto workers strike going on. Praise the Lord. Yep. Answer to prayer. That's right. The Lord We've is working. have been praying that, buddy. For Warren. He's working on your behalf, buddy. Yes. Robin Woodard, Cafe Bustello with Hazelnut Creamer. She says, this is her last week of class and I am almost current. I am currently waiting on the internet people to show up. I may have to switch providers. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also she is in either Fort Knox or Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Good morning, Robin. Absolutely. MK from Shelbyville, just down the street. She's having Starbucks Pike Place coffee with half and half in her cup this morning. So good. Pat McFarlane Wyatt from Maryville, Missouri. We welcome you. Good to see you, sweet sister. Lord bless you this morning as she's welcoming us. We're welcoming her and we're all just loving each other. Yeah. Taylor Baker, my sweet firstborn (laughs) in the house. She's drinking wine and Highland Grog. She's on the second pot already. I'm so proud. (laughs) That makes mama so proud, Angel Pie. We just finished the first pot because I, uh, you filled up your cup after your prayer call this morning and then i was like oh i'm gonna give you a second cup and it's i was gone. like it's gone i turned i turned uh, the warmer off unless you want to start some more so it's likely yeah, gonna be the two pot that's what here. happens when we have taylor's got wine and highlander grog we've got some wine in our cup yeah. we're excited yeah to tell we're you gonna about talk a about bit. a new flavor mm-hmm. and we have just come back from spending a couple days in columbus with taylor and colin and asher and Riley. And we also took a trip to Winans, so we're going to talk about that. Taylor is sharing what she got at Winans, which was Highlander Grog. Winans has great Highlander Grog, and um, she had that. She bought the beans, had them ground, and she's on her second pot this morning. Awesome. So Pat's reminding us she's coming from Maryville. She's got coffee in her cup, and she's praying for her daughter and grandson. Bless the Lord. We're agreeing for your daughter and grandson in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Robin says she's in Elizabethtown this morning. Praise the Lord, sweet sister. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. We need to get down to E-Town. They mentioned, um, uh, the Woodards mentioned a, a German place down there, I believe. Oh. And we got to go try that out. We like German food. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. that's So good. we'll need to connect on some we of that like stuff. We like all food. <laughs> <laughs> and Obviously. food likes us. A lot. Yep, it yeah. sticks around the middle and the backside and all. No, no. Did stuff. you ever? But do you have certain kinds of foods that you just do not like? You detest. I know there are a few on your list, like mushrooms, because you say they taste like dirt, just like uh, sweet potato, right? I'm learning how to. I'm, beets. Lo- I'm learning how to eat sweet potatoes. I don't uh, beets, like beets. Uh huh. And what else? Is there anything else that if like somebody said it in front of you, besides raw fish, like sushi I don't eat cooked stuff. spinach. Uh-huh. Nope. Mm-hmm. We always had cooked spinach and, and vinegar, pouring it in there. No, there's, a, and I'm not a fish person. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, it's at that place down in Florida where they bring it right yeah, up off the the rustic water inn. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 that's yeah. it. That, I'm, I mean, there's more, but I'm. That's not. We tried eggplant one time. Mm, it didn't work so good. I, d- I actually think I, I it think was I cooked us. It, wrong. Yeah. it was, uh, it was <laughs> us, not the eggplant. It was grill it's not operator. You, it's me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't turn out so good. Uh, some people like eggplant. They, they, you know, they MK have does great recipes. But for MK, them MK knows how to prepare she, it. They probably yeah. cook it right at their house. Yeah. yeah. This is so, true. As you guys are all on this morning, look at all of you. Look at all of you. I'm so happy to see you all this morning. Pastor Ruth in Morgantown, Kentucky. She's drinking black coffee. Yeah. And Pat says she hates grits. I love grits. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, everybody's got their own thing. Was it like a bad experience with it or something? Or did you you force to eat it all the time? Or maybe a texture thing? People have different reasons for not liking certain types of foods. Right. Morning, Tim Cox. We love you, brother. Great to see you on. He's also in Elizabethtown. Actually, he's in Vine Grove, Kentucky. This That's morning. a good cook right there. Yeah, he he We've mentioned it before, but cook. he's he definitely has it yeah. down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um Pastor Rick is on this morning. Good, good morning, morning Pastor Rick. He's drinking Maxwell House in his cup this morning. A little coffee with a lot of cream. <laughs> and Robin says, I love beets, sweet potatoes, and mushrooms. Now lima beans, on the other hand, and eggplant mm. is yummy too. I well, love lima beans. Isn't that funny? Everybody's yeah, tastes are different. There's different sides to different things. Pat says that grits are a texture thing for her. Ah, I get that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Ron Pruitt Good in morning, buddy. Florida. Yeah, Enjoying the sunshine in the sunshine state this morning. Maybe hey, it's not sunny where he is right now. Well, I don't know. But that'll change. I'm just assuming. I mean, they wouldn't name I mean, their it's state in the, name. the sunshine. Right? for nothing. Warren says liver is nasty. Yeah. It's I, a filter. So if you know what it does for the body, maybe some some of us probably ought not partake. Now, see, this is one food that I would say because of, you know, I offered up a few different reasons why people texture. Maybe you were forced to eat it a lot. Maybe you had it a lot or whatever, or just the flavor. Liver, I had a lot of liver, a lot of liver and onions and those kind of things in, you know, my youth growing up because it was plentiful and it was cheap, right? Like a lot of people, it was affordable. And so we ate it all the time. When I got older and I could order things my own, I ordered it one time thinking, oh, I'm going to have some liver and onions. And I was like, "Mm, I don't think I like that so much anymore. I'll put that right in there with the goat cheese. Good morning, Otis from Elizabethtown. He said, may God bless everyone on this beautiful morning. Hey, Tim Cox, he's saying hi there and hello. Also, Ron said he just had a mug of coffee and Sweet Uh Taylor says the food she does not care for is tomatoes. Let me tell you, she likes salsa Mm, and ketchup ketchup is a big deal in her life, but yet tomatoes not. And I'm certain it's a texture issue for that one. And I have actually physically watched this child gag at all ages of life. (laughs) 
on tomatoes. So she really doesn't like them. Yeah. Rick, Pastor Rick says no cottage cheese. Now Uh-oh. see, Taylor, Asher, and I will will almost fight you over that, Rick, because we absolutely love cottage cheese. <laughs> uh, is she... It's that it's not a secret. I think I've said it before. It was no secret that Taylor really loved the cottage cheese and we couldn't keep it in the refrigerator. And so when we would buy cottage cheese, like it'd be gone. And she did not, did not like sour cream. So when we had an empty sour cream container, guess where the cottage cheese went into? Incognito cottage cheese as sour cream. And when she discovered that we were doing that, oh, it was over. Oh, yeah, so, she but, was. She but was, these are things you're going to pass on in your own parenting. See, you yep, learn from your own yep. childhood and you pass it I on. I won't really fight you over that, Pastor yeah. Rick. You don't have to like it. A lot of people don't. Yeah, um, Ron true. says he's actually drinking water in his in his mug, not, not coffee, coffee, right? Yeah. Because he doesn't drink. Oh, he doesn't there you drink go. Coffee. Well, you guys, hey, welcome. There's a bunch of you jumping on this morning. Hey there and hello. You've tuned into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa and we're so happy to have you on. Make sure you type in your chat box. Let us know where you're tuning in from and what you're drinking this morning. And Taylor says cottage cheese until the end of time. Yeah. And then at the end of time, more cottage cheese, right? <laughs> like in eternity when we're right. worshiping the Lord, we'll have to keep praising, bowing down and taking a bite of cottage cheese, right? Right. right. That's, and that's in scripture, um, Tim sure. says, I love tomatoes, but I don't eat ketchup. Ketchup. I'm actually right there with you, brother. I'm not a huge fan of ketchup, but I do really love tomatoes. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I love that everybody has their own like flavors and tastes and opinions. I yeah. think that's really cool. Everybody's different and unique. Well, even in even if you agree that you like a certain thing, there are certain different ways you can prepare it or mm-hmm. flavor it. Like for instance, grits. You yeah. can put butter, salt and pepper, or just yeah. you know, or you can put sugar in it. Yep. Or you maple can do it syrup. sweet cream. You could do. Sh- cheese everybody I learned the same thing with tomatoes Mm -hmm. my grandmother grandma Finkemeyer used to put sugar on her tomatoes Mm -hmm. because this is a fruit she put sugar on but my dad would eat salt and pepper Mm -hmm. so I can have I like both of them so little little goes each way that's how I feel about grits yeah you can't fix grits Pat says (laughs) Ron says he's outside in the sunshine trimming bushes and Otis says liver and onions with cottage cheese on the side baby that's what he says (laughs) hey while we're talking about what we like can we tell you what we're drinking this morning? Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Good Michelle. Good to see you. Welcome. Looking welcome. for an update on your mom later. We're drinking Winans this morning. It's a new fall flavor from Winans. It's called Hazelnut Harvest. That's so good. And not only is it hazelnut, but it's got toasted honey in with the hazelnut. Man, hazelnut so Harvest from Winans Chocolates and Coffee. And um, it's the flavor of the day. And it is our first time trying it. And we like it a yeah. lot. The it's, pot is gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone for sure. I've got caramel macchiato creamer in mine, and oh, it just totally just livened it, really it has, up. It really has a good smell coming mm, from mm-hmm. your cup. Yeah. I, I just have hazelnut harvest, and it's delicious. So two thumbs up, five full cups for Winans' new fall flavor. We also have another fall flavor that we'll be trying next, and that is, uh, I forgot what it is. It doesn't matter, because today we're talking about hazelnut harvest, That's and right. it's good. It's good. Um, good Tim says hazelnut is awesome and one of his favorites. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, I think... I think a lot of people enjoy the hazelnut flavor. I mean, Robin's drinking hazelnut creamer this morning. And so um, MK loves hazelnut. Yeah. I think a lot of us really enjoy the hazelnut flavor. Yeah. It's good. So, good stuff. So what else? It's Monday, you guys. And it feels like 
forever since we've been with you and it's been a week. Um, as we have um, previously mentioned, we're not really doing a bunch of Saturday morning lives right now because life, you know, life in the fall and all the fun things. Um, and so we're out there living life, but we are missing you. We we kind of checked in with you briefly on Thursday night. We tried night. at the baseball game. but Yeah, it mm-hmm. wasn't the best ever. Mobile's not our, our friend most right. times. And I also found that I was super invested in the game by that point because it was a really good game. And so my heart was not on the live because it was in the game. You're like, go away, kid. You're bothering me. (laughs) I saw the look on my face when I saw the live and I was like, oh, Melissa, Uh, that was not good. Well, and you know, and when you're trying new technology, you know, you're just like, oh, let's just try out this application. Maybe this app will work. And it just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. And the one that looked good didn't sound good. And the one that sounded good is okay. So I don't know. Maybe we've just gotten snobs in our digital presentation world. And it's hard to Our expectations are too high. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Hey, while we're talking about all of you all joining us this morning, can I just give a very special shout out to our podcast listeners? You guys can listen to so much content. There's literally millions of shows to listen to. Thank you so much for choosing the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa to listen to. We really appreciate you doing that. Special podcast listeners are the Shelbyville Postal Workers, and they love to listen to podcasts in the morning when they sort the mail. We're grateful for your service to our community here in the 40065. That's good. Also, let's see. What does the chat box say? It says, Otis says, we love starting off our week with your morning show. And we love starting it with you, Otis. And Rick says, I did see some of that game on your video. It was a really good game, Pastor Grable, which I don't usually say about the bats because it's AAA. Sometimes it's awesome and sometimes it's not. But... When we went Thursday night, it was literally the best game we've ever seen um, in person. Well, and it's interesting because both of them are farm for the teams bats. For, for the the bats. the bats or the for the Cincinnati Reds right. farm team, and the the team they were playing was the Iowa Cubs for, for the Chicago, Chicago Cubs. Cubs. So it was kind of cool. It's kind of like a big league, minor league, well, AAA kind of face off. It's thing, always like that, know? but it was interesting. Um, we have friends that absolutely love the Cubs, and so yeah. um, we're vested in in that, I guess. But mm-hmm. it was a good game. They played really well it was just enjoyable all the way around and so that was fun it was michelle says her mom's doing much better no infection was Praise detected in her skin last week thank you jesus for touching michelle's mom we bless you we bless the work that you're doing in her body and her life thank you jesus yeah MK said she was glad we checked in on Thursday night. She loved it. Uh. Well, we might do it again this Saturday. We're doing a craft show. Cliff and Geneva's is our side hustle. It's our um, sewing and embroidery business. And um, whoa, that was crazy. Yeah. There's Cliff and Geneva's. We are doing a cra- we're doing a craft show. Um, this Saturday in Louisville here. And so if you're in the area, come over to Southern Hills Church of the Nazarene. We're going to do a little craft show all day on Saturday. We might do another check-in with you from the craft show. And if you're not in Louisville, well, then um, drive here anyway. What do you think about that? Yeah. Otherwise, just watch for the (laughs) check-in. Otis says, uh, we get to spend time with you in Jesus' home, and you don't see how messy it is. Jesus from home. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I misread that. Thank you, Terry. That's all right. And Tim says, look forward to two of my favorite people, and the show is awesome. Thank you. Love you, buddy. We do love you. Also, I'd love a hip check-in, buddy. I'd love to see how close we are to the marathon. Oh, yeah. So let us know how you're doing. Um. Michelle says, yeah. as her daddy did, she uses sweetener on tomatoes and cottage cheese. And cottage cheese. And what? she's used it on grits. 
and it works for her. Yeah. I think everybody has their own right to do something, even if someone else thinks it's gross. (laughs) (laughs) But I love grits every way. That's one of those things that I really enjoy. Sweet, savory, everywhere in between. Breakfast. There's a, we have a favorite restaurant Terry and I have here, and we've had this favorite restaurant for years here in Louisville. And it's a local place called Lulu's. And Lulu's does the best shrimp and grits. And their grits are savory, melt-in-your-mouth gourmet. It is really good. And they have have menu items that you don't see in a lot of other places. Like, where else can you go to get a hot brown pizza? You know? Well, you can't hardly get a hot brown anywhere. That's the special sandwich that's created and perfected here in Louisville. Yeah. But you certainly can't get it as a pizza. No. Very many places. Yeah, and it actually was really good. Tim but says the they do and butter grits. and cheddar cheese with garlic. I bet, and on their grits. I mm, bet that's mm. good. Yeah, yeah, because that's kind of what the the uh, shrimp and grits. It kind of has a garlicky flavor mm. with the butter and all you that. You got it. Mm, yeah, we need to get some more of those. We also have to stop talking about food now. <laughs> yeah, it's only. I'm 10. determined to eat better, and this is definitely not starting off. It's on only 10:45 right. <laughs> in the morning here, <laughs> on and 9:45 for y'all in the, in the uh, Central Time Zone. So uh, y'all are just finishing up breakfast. You still got about what 45 more minutes uh, left to go before McDonald's switches over to the lunch menu. That'll show your age right there. Because now they have breakfast stuff all day. That's I'm so kidding. funny. That's the truth. That, but was, that used to be, right? You would try nothing. to, oh my, it's almost 1030. If I want a McMuffin, I got to right. get over there no, right now. No thing more frustrating than going at like Am 10. Am I right? And, and you start in the drive-thru at like 1028. And by the time you order, it's like Sorry. 1031. And they're like, where's <laughs> Sorry, we've already switched up to our lunch menu. <laughs> that's right. I mean, what's up with that? Yeah, you know? That's it. I, I, I was working late one night and I was driving home many years ago. And I was... I thought, I'm going to hit the McDonald's drive-thru. I just need a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. And I got there. It was like 2.30 in the morning. And they're like, nope, sorry. We're doing breakfast now. And I'm like, what? Yeah. It's not breakfast yet. But it's for some people, funny. I guess it was. So yeah. you know. I also thought it was funny because who eats lunch at 10.30 in the morning? Well, I know. But some, that, so whoever started that really trained a bunch of us to <laughs> <laughs> speed really fast. Rick for the says, last I just minutes. gained another 20 pounds this morning. Me too. I'm trying to eat healthy. And here we are talking about all this wonderful food. Well, Otis says, we were talking about shrimp and grits. And Otis says, I'm going to go into the shrimp and business, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, there you go. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that funny? You can read it almost and hear the, the Forrest Gump uh, accent. Oh, for Which, sure. by the way, if you guys, have you ever seen that clip where Tom he Hanks tells. is talking about how he got the the uh, the, the dialect, yeah. I think you will. Yeah. And it came from the little boy who plays the young Forrest Gump. Yes, he's He actually from, talks like that. He's from Mississippi, and that was his, his dialect, his yeah. accent. And he, so... It was so cool because he said he was... Tom Hanks was telling the story and saying, well, he would put like a G on the end of all of the words. Like, like, no, he would con- I'm going, he would well, accent it. He would accent the last consonant mm-hmm. that he was saying. And I'm it was thinking, all these hard thinking. I'm thinking. Uh-huh. And so he did that. And so that's where Tom Hanks came up with the idea for uh, the, the voice for, for Forrest Gump. Michelle cool. says they don't serve breakfast after 1030 there. And so some places don't serve breakfast 24-7. A lot of McDonald's now serve breakfast 24 and 7. Yeah. Of and course, you know, Cracker Barrel likes to upset the, the apple cart there and have you have breakfast all day long, like some places do. Okay. As much but. as I've loved Cracker Barrel in the past, like they're thinking some weird stuff these days and mm. they're doing some strange stuff. I'm not calling it out. I'm just saying, Cracker Barrel, listen to me. Stop it. <laughs> She means it. I really mean it. She means it. So moving on to something that's not 
Food related? Food related. Yeah, okay. Well, that's all right. <laughs> well, how about, uh, let's see, we can we can talk about this here in just a, about 30 seconds if we want. Uh, how about, if you missed our last show, it was a week ago, episode 154, it was National Air Force Day, National Cheeseburger Day, right? And uh, our news you can use, we talked about a mass baptism that happened at Auburn University, which seems to be happening a lot lately. We will have some news you can use after the word for your day in our second half today, you're going to want to check out because it's very related to what's happening uh, as far as revivals are going. The word for our day came from Proverbs 18, and uh, you can find this one and all of the rest of our shows at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Just click on the blog link up at the top of the page, and you'll be able to watch any of the previous shows, see all the links, the photos, and all that kind of stuff. Right? Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> Speaking of cheeseburger, Tim says hamburgers are good anytime, but if you add an egg to a hamburger, it's like breakfast. And and there you go. See, this is why he is the chef of of the world. He's such a good cook. I, I love and also he can hamburger make hamburger with a breakfast uh, with egg on it. Although I don't mind eating breakfast for any meal, and we've talked about that a lot. But Tim, Tim's right, right? If you add mm-hmm. an egg to hamburger, it's like breakfast. Yes, yeah. And the breakfast tots from Cracker Barrel. Taylor's I, talking for about. some reason, um, I like the casserole, the breakfast casserole. But mm. I don't know what the breakfast tots are, sis. Am I? Know. Am I out to lunch? Are we missing out? Is it part of their new? Are menu? you out, out to breakfast? She said Colin gets eggs and an avocado. Yeah, Dad said he was going to have eggs and an avocado this morning, but we, we didn't It's been eat a real breakfast. busy morning right. so far. Maybe we'll hey, have breakfast for lunch. Pastor Alan Rasnick in the house. Good, Good morning. morning to you. We love you. I'm yeah. so happy to see you this morning. We saw an excellent baseball game Thursday night. Wish you could have been with us. And, it was triple A ball, but it was a good game. And we were just in their town over the weekend and... We were, it was such a whirlwind tour, getting in, getting out. Right. We'll we have to plan and, to and get together. And as much as I want to see everybody in Columbus, those grand girls are like yeah. all I seem to have eyes for, right? They kind of, yeah, well, yeah, They of are amazing. And for those of you who don't have grandchildren, I apologize because I'm sure you're tired of hearing grandparents talk <laughs> about their amazing grandkids. But being a grandparent is awesome. There's a there's a T-shirt out there that says, uh, "If I knew grandkids were going to be this much fun, we'd have had them first. Truth. <laughs> it's not really possible, but okay. they are they are a blast. Before we move away from the food comments, here's one I know that you can contend with: White Castles anytime. I would have said Rick that. Grable. Let me tell you how I felt about that, Rick. I really thought White Castle anytime until this last spring when we did White Castle at midnight because we had a prayer summit in. Were we in Somerset? It feels like. Yeah, it was. You guys, we we were all starving because we hadn't eaten since who knows when. And so we all went to White Castle (laughs) drive-thru. White Castle's not good at midnight. It's not good at midnight. And it it, probably not It tastes good at midnight, but it don't it's not good at seven AM. No one should go to sleep on that. Right. Okay. And I was miserable on that was my fault. Yeah. But I yeah. do like White Castle. You guys, White Castle burgers are amazing. Yeah. Otis says, um, Tim smokes a mean brisket. Yes, we know. And a bologna roll. And Just ask. anything else he puts in the smoker. Yeah, right, so right. good. Ruth Morgan says, Tom Hanks said he decided to talk like his younger self because they were concerned the boy would have trouble learning to talk like Tom Hanks. Yeah. So Tom took on his speech. What a great example of how our God cares for us. That was so As good. It, it actually is a really cool little interview interview clip and that is really neat and it is a good example of how the Lord does us. Yeah, it sure is. You know, and you think about how we emulate certain things for people, right? We're supposed to be like G. 
Jesus, yes. if we emulate being like him yeah. to others, then uh, that's going to rub off too. So yeah. there's a little there's a little, uh, little twist on things, kind of just piggybacking But I also love that the Lord God doesn't expect us to do something we're incapable of doing. Right, right. Well, you know. He helps us though by his Holy Spirit and things that we think are impossible. He raises us up to the task through his spirit. Yeah, we're work, we're working in that right now, aren't we? We are, we are. We're we're being called to something that is way over our heads. Yeah, way over our heads. Cannot do it. Yeah, but the Lord is saying, "Yeah, I know you can't." Yep, He's and, saying, "I got you back." You're gonna need to rely I on me got, every day. Yeah, on this every one. day, every day, every day, every day. All right. So before we come back to these comments, let's talk today about the national calendar all right all right there's a calendar out there that you know somebody made up and they're making a big deal about it and every day there's a special day and who knows sometimes yeah why they've chosen what they've chosen but this one here today this is a really special one for a lot of us now maybe not for everybody because when it comes to offspring national daughter's day is today and it reminds us of the young women and girls in our lives And it's appropriate that on September 25th, we spend some time either with them or talking about them, talking with them, just spend some time, however you can do that if you have a daughter. And if you've got a daughter or daughters, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Because daughters bring a certain kind of joy into our world. I mean, think about this. They express things in a certain way. They have their own personalities, their strengths. And as parents, we look forward to discovering the world through their eyes. I see that. And depending on where you live, there's also International Daughters' Day, and it's observed on the fourth Sunday in September. And elsewhere, uh, they do other dates like October 1st. But no matter when you celebrate, it gives us an opportunity to show our daughters genuine support, encouragement, and love, which we, we try to do every day. You know, and through the technology that we have now, we have, uh, um, you know, FaceTime and all the different things. Uh, so we get to, to actually see. We're, we're blessed in that regard. We are blessed because we have three. We have an incredible daughter-in-law and we have our firstborn daughter and our backup all the way to the end baby daughter. So we are super blessed in this family with three outstanding daughters, but it gets even better than that. The Lord saw fit to give us granddaughters. And Mm -hmm. so we have two granddaughters and we are super blessed. And one of them is on this morning. I bet the other one is too in the other room. And so we're super (laughs) blessed with our daughters and um, we thank the Lord for them. And 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 so because of that, we got a picture right now, a text from Taylor. watching on your tv so let's say hi to asher asher good morning asher Asher, hi Hi, asher she's watching in columbus ohio she's probably she's probably calling out for her pop um because that's who she loves (laughs) i am swiss cheese oh no you're not (laughs) you are not hey real quick prayer request angie just posted in here just wanted to pop on for a second she says pray for tracy okay right now right now with excruciating we thank you father for peace first of all bring peace into this situation you are the peace in the midst of chaos. You are the joy in the misery and uncertainty of our hardest times. You bring joy and peace and rest. And we're asking for that right now in Tracy and Angie in Jesus name. Father, I'm asking that all pain, affliction, disease would be removed in the name of Jesus from Tracy's whole body, especially his legs. Now, Lord, if you're doing a restorative work in his body, we believe God that you are the great physician and you can do anything. You are the God of the impossible. And so we're praying today for whole healing in Tracy's back, in Tracy's legs, in Tracy's body, in Jesus' name. I also can't, um, Father, ask 
in a greater measure for your peace. Because Lord, when we are encouraged by your peace in your presence, everything changes. So will you just go by your Holy Spirit and manifest in that ER room, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Angie, I think we exchange numbers. Um, will you keep me posted by a little text on what's going on? Thank you. Amen. We love you. Good morning, Bobby Patton. Pastor Bobby and the head out. here. That's right. And um, okay, so. so as we look back, Asher. Oh, we said hi to her, and she she, she ran back to the, into TV. The, into the That's TV. it. Shout out to our grand girls, Asher and Rai Rai, yeah. as her big sister calls her. Yeah. And we are, Bobby's praying for Tracy. Rick's praying for Tracy. We're all agreeing right now for Tracy, Angie. Pastor Angie, keep us posted, if you would, please. That matters so much to us. Yes. Amen. If you don't mind to scroll up. Um, Pastor Allen said, I watched the baseball game with you guys online. (laughs) It was a great game. Oh, yeah. It was a great game. Uh, We were were super vested. Baylor and I were were just yelling and hollering and cheering and having the best time. Well, it was tied all the way up to the ninth inning. And then we were like, well, we can't leave now because it's a tie. And then the other team... Right. Scored a run, and we're like, well, is it okay to leave? And then we're like, well, they have one more at bat. St- we stayed 10 uh, innings. We yeah. stayed 10 innings. Um, <laughs> they ba- still lost by one, but it was a great game. This is the first game that Baylor has asked about the game. And so I spent most of the game teaching Baylor all the things about the game. She was so invested, and I was like, this is a joy that my kid is really interested in baseball. So that was fun. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks, Angie. Thank you for keeping us. It looked like a home run to us, too. So one of our dudes hit a home run. It hit the grass, and then it rolled back it down the, the grass, grass. on the back wall. And came back onto the field, and they called it a double. And it wasn't a double. It was totally a home run. Yeah. And I may have not been, like, the most encouraging Christian in that moment when I was like, give him the dinger. I was, I was yelling no, at the, I know at the, I was yelling. I know at we get into things like that and have to they show a little restraint. They didn't listen to me. Just no, they didn't. or anybody else in the, in the stands that were <laughs> losing their minds. Yeah. Well, they sure did probably listen to the response that was coming after that bad call. It was, so, you it know. was a difficult moment to stay utterly sanctified and submitted. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Today on the national calendar is also One Hit Wonder Day. Can you think uh, of any One Hit Wonder songs in your in your mind right now? Uh, Whip It. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I can't qualify for, the, for sure if that one was, but but that was a chart song for for Devo. Yeah, yeah but uh, I, I don't know any. Some surprising song. One Hit Wonders. Now, One Hit Wonders meaning they only had one time on the charts. Yeah, they made chart topping history only once. So it might be that that maybe it wasn't the top of the charts. But <clears throat> in 1955, the song Earth Angel. Will you be mine? Earth Angel. I Earth love Angel. It. By the Penguins. Yeah. One hit wonder for them. Yeah. Uh, six days on the road and I'm going to make it home tonight. That's Dave a good Dudley. song. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's see. Tiptoe through the tulips. What is the deal Tiny with this song? Tim. This guy, this guy in this song. It topped the charts. I know, but People why? liked it for some yeah. reason. 1968, <laughs> right? 1969, yeah. um, Spirit in the Sky by right. Norman Greenbaum. Right. 1979, a song I remember when I was in junior high, pop music. Yep. Pop Pop, pop music, right? right? was a big deal. Yep. Um, then also, uh, Take a Walk on the Wild Side by Lou Reed. Um, Putting on the Ritz by yeah. Taco. If yeah. you know where you can go. Mm-hmm. Putting yeah. on the Ritz, right? Yep. And Bobby McFerrin. 
Don't worry, be happy. I love that song. Bobby McFerrin is super talented. He does a lot of things also yeah, uh, besides that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Afternoon Delight by Star... <laughs> Starland Vocal Band. MK. All right. And, and Angie says, Love Grows, love grows Where My, where my rosemary, rosemary Grows. Yeah. Love Goes love Where goes. My Rosemary Grows. That's yes. right. I can't even say it right. Yep, yep. That's right, Angie. That. There's, there's a lot of one-hit wonders, you well, guys. And you know, and there's um, there wasn't... They, they used to say that... Uh, what was the song about um, Men Without Hats, Safety Dance? Yeah. But they had another song called Pop Goes the World, which also pushed up toward the top of the charts and kind of knocked, disqualified him. Oh, right? do you think so? Uh, Dexie's Midnight Run. Runners? What about, oh, Come Mickey, on, you're so fine. You're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. She might also be one. Tony Songs Basil. that, you know what, though? The things, these are songs that make us sing whether we should or not. And we know all the words and we don't understand why. But because they've been ingrained into our minds, you know, over the years. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes they get locked in, they won't leave. Yeah, that's the worst that's, part about that it. That is true. Yeah. That is yeah. true. Hey, in case you're wondering what's tomorrow, National Pancake Day. Okay? Is it? Yep, National Pancake Day tomorrow. Go out, get you some pancakes. Uh, I'm sure maybe um, IHOP, uh, International House of Pancakes, probably has a special to where they're going to serve you up some. There's one down off of, uh, was it Taylorsville Road, I think, and then and, uh, 264. Well, but anyway. Um, <clears throat> just just my two cents here. Mm-hmm. Um, pancakes are best made. I think they taste the best um, when you make them at home, right? Um, uh-huh. Get your favorite pancake sure. recipe out. Terry has perfected a pancake recipe. I also like Cracker Barrel's hoe cakes. They're a little bit different than IHOP's, which rise and they have like cake batter in them. So you can get different kinds of pancakes on National Pancake Day. You can. Right? So, yep, go out. Tomorrow, September 26th, go out and get you some pancakes. There you go. Find a place that serves them all day long. There you go. Not just for breakfast anymore. Yep, you can even get pancakes at the Waffle House. Hey, hey, there There you go. Now that's talking about being a rebel there. You walk into a place called Waffle House, you buy a pancake. I just want to make sure that your immunity level is real high when you do that. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. I'm okay. gonna, we're going to move on so we all don't have right. like some well, slander I, suit. Why don't we move on into a, a more sanctified, holy kind of moment? We and a uh, little word for your day. Uh, before we do that, though, stick around. We've got some great news you can use coming right up after uh, we get uh, a little bit of God's word going here for us. What yeah, you got? Yeah, thank you. And by the way, if you're just joining us, good morning and welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Hi, Asher. We love you. <laughs> also, you guys, if you're just tuning in, stick around. We want to bring you encouragement and love by the word of God. Just now. And the word this morning comes from thir- uh, Psalm 37, verse 11. Psalm 37, verse 11. Will you hear the word of the Lord today? But the humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. So as we talk about this verse this morning, I actually um, shared a word on the m- morning. Monday morning prayer and intercession call. And there's a lot more to the word than just this little verse. But this little verse that sandwiched in Psalm brought this thought to me this morning as I read it. But the humble will inherit the land. The humble will inherit the land. The humble, the humble, not the proud, right? Not the arrogant, right? Not the puffed up. You see, there is something about being humble that's a quality that is purposefully submitting and yielding yourself to a greater authority. It's submitting yourself to even equals. It's submitting and yielding yourself not to gain any personal agenda on your part, but to see the plans and purposes of the Lord prevail. Humbleness 
is a characteristic that we don't actually love to talk about and embrace, but I believe is absolutely critical and necessary to grow in Christ-likeness. There's a lot of words that are synonymous with the word humble. Meekness, submittedness, yieldedness, patience, long-suffering. These are things that don't describe someone who's puffed up with pride and arrogance and full of power that's bullying or intimidating. These are people, right? who don't push their agenda. These are people that submit to the Lord's agenda, the Lord's purposes, the Lord's plans. And we know by reading scripture, those are the plans that will prevail, not our personal agenda. If we go further in this verse and we see that inherit the inheritance of the land. Well, this is back in the Old Testament and is talking about um, probably the promised land. But what I would say to you is that Matthew 5, 5 is a cross reference to this verse. And it talks about the meek or the humble or the gentle will inherit the earth. Now we are talking about the same thing. And you see, I don't think we're just talking about the eternal inheritance of the earth, which I believe we will get. We are talking about that. But I think there's something, if we look further in verse 11, that give us a tip that this is actually, if we can live this way now by the power of the Holy Spirit, then we actually will be those that delight in abundant prosperity. I'm not preaching a prosperity gospel today. I don't preach a prosperity gospel. But what I do believe is the Lord wants us to live a life abundant in all areas of our life, prospering in all areas of our life. And this is so much far more than just a financial prospering or abundance. What I'm talking about is spiritually prospering in your spirit man, your soul, your mind, your body, your circumstances, right? You can live a life no matter what you're going through, no matter what trial, no matter what storm, no matter what pressure the world is pushing in on you. People you love are pushing in on you. Come on, you are not crushed. You may be pressed on every side, but you're not crushed because you're living in prosperity. And how do we get to the place where we would inherit the land and live in prosperity and abundance by humbling ourselves before and to the Lord, by submitting our plans and purposes to his, by taking the dream, the greatest dream that you have, sacrificing that at his feet and saying, it's all yours, remake it with your plan and purpose in mind. I don't want to live my agenda. I want to live your agenda. That kind of submitted yieldedness is humbling yourself before the Lord You know what he takes and does with a humble heart? Anything and everything he wants. Do you know what he does with a prideful heart? Nothing. He doesn't use the pride. He doesn't use the proud. He doesn't use those that are living in arrogance. He uses those that are humbled, yielded. By the way, he won't knock you down and humble you for yourself for his use. He wants you to humble your own self, right? The one thing he will do is he will help you by his Holy Spirit to recognize the thing that's so hard to recognize in your own flesh. When you have a pride problem, it's really difficult to see you have a pride problem. He will help you by your spirit, by his Holy Spirit when you pray and ask him, Lord, show me, reveal to, to me anything that's not like you. He'll begin to show you those things. And the proud 
and the arrogant don't inherit prosperity and abundance and they don't inherit the land and they don't inherit the earth how do i know this because this verse in psalm 37 11, but the humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity and by the way we don't just do it for that motive we aren't just humble for that intention actually we do it because we love the lord and we want to obey his word and be submitted to him and his plan it's deferring to the Lord. It's deferring to his word. It's deferring to others in love. This is not a state where we puff ourselves up and say, look at me, look at me, look at me. This is a place where we say, look at him, look at Jesus, look at Jesus, look at Jesus. And so this morning, I think we need to pray into this Lord this morning. It is hard for us to see the arrogance in our life. It's hard for us to see where we struggle with pride. Lord, every day, we hear people say what's wrong with this person and what's wrong with that person, but they never point that power of perception back at their own life. By your Holy Spirit today, will you help us perceive the areas of our life where we're just not dead to ourselves, where we're not dead to our flesh, where we're not walking in humility or meekness or gentleness or long suffering, but Lord, where we're walking in pride or arrogance or self-righteousness, Lord, will you show us those areas of our life that we can't repent and become more like you lord we don't want to be the one that's in the spotlight it's not about us we can't save anybody we can't even save ourselves it's all about you it's all about you we want your name and your word and your ways to be famous and so lord will you help us today walk with a humble heart will you check our motives will you will you search us out Check our intentions. Help us have a heart that's pure. Only you can bring purity. Only you can bring cleanliness to us. Lord, we love you and we do delight to walk in abundant prosperity according to your definition. Lord, don't let us freak out and be scared about something called the prosperity gospel so that we miss the abundance of prosperity that you have for us in all areas of our life. We don't want to live beneath the inheritance you've given us. Lord, we want to be full of life, abundant in Christ, prospering in every area of our life. And Lord, we want to humble ourselves for your use and for that life. Help us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. There is your word for the day. That's good. That's good. You know, when you asked me that question this morning about what does it mean that to inherit the earth, mm-hmm. I, I had kind of an end times focus. And I, I additionally, I thought, you know, well, that's, that's our inheritance of what we'll inherit one day. And it's true. But, but the second thought that came to my mind and the one that you're emphasizing is that we don't have to wait for that inheritance. Amen. We can have it now. Amen now amen Mm -hmm. we had a discussion this morning about this as i as i did uh as i did preach on this uh earlier and i think probably will kind of live in this place for a little while uh there's a tremendous power in meekness but it's under control it's strength to stand under Mm -hmm. under god's plans and purposes instead of pushing our own agenda listen you guys we we have all of us if we're not careful if we're not walking completely right with the lord in a way that he's intimate with us and we're intimate with him we can have motives that are wrong and we don't even know it 
but it takes the constant searching of the Holy Spirit, the regular meeting with Jesus. It is so important that we have personal time in the word and prayer with Jesus every day so that we can see those things that would grow up and be strongholds in our life. It's not through showing up on Sunday that the Lord reveals that we have a pride problem. You know that? Yeah. You can sit in your Sunday service week after week after week, but if you never meet with him privately, there's all kinds of strongholds that you're going to be carrying and you need freed from that. That's true deliverance yeah. is being freed. And, and so honestly, I want to tell you today that it takes us humbling ourselves and spending time with the Lord, making time, prioritizing him for him to show us, right? These areas. And right now the Lord is showing me and inviting me into a place of meekness that is difficult. And immediately in the study this morning, he showed me uh, an instance last week where I was anything but meek. I was a jerk, if you want to know the truth. But I honestly did not see any of that until this morning when I was letting the Holy Spirit minister to me. And I was like, oh, no, that was not nice. That was I, I'm ashamed and I need to repent. And I did repent this morning. But the truth is, all of us have these areas, right? All of us have something that we can be pushing our own flesh and our own agenda if we're not submitting to the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pastor Rick says he's reminded of the Apostle Paul being knocked off his high horse so he could see Jesus. Yeah, good example. You You guys, uh, so many people say, well, I want to be a Christian and I'm a Christian and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to submit and yield, but I'm not going to be a doormat. But what if the Lord is calling you to be a doormat? Right? What if the Lord be the best doormat you could be? Right. Right. Who cares? Don't have your agenda. Don't don't have your agenda. Have his heart, his agenda. Right? Amen. And that doesn't mean weakness or fragility. It doesn't mean being a wimp. It means being obedient and and loving. Everything's got to come from a place of compassionate love. Because that's the love that's the love that Christ has in us and for us. Absolutely. All right. I've preached enough. Sorry. Broken and yielded, trainable through Christ, we're able to complete the journey, Michelle Rollins said. Amen. That's good. Amen. Good that stuff. is good. That is good. Yeah. Uh t- Tim says homemade apple butter is really good on pancakes. <laughs> apple butter is the is the name of the game right now. We are waiting. Okay, so there are certain uh types I talked to Heather Hill yesterday. There are certain types of um apples that are good for certain things. And um, like if you do apple crisp or apple pie, you want a firmer apple like a Granny Smith. Um, Right now, Jonna Gold's or Jonathan Golden apples, they're kind of a yellow apple. They are really, really good for for eating, but also for um, apple butter Mm -hmm. because they don't have to hold up in firmness. And they have a really great sweet and tangy texture. I mean, taste, but... Um, you don't want to probably put Jonna Gold's in an apple crisp because it kind of get mushy. I think. Yeah, I love apple crisp. But That's we've been talking favorites. about apple butter a lot. You know, apple crisp was one of my favorite things at school lunches. Whenever we had apple crisp, I and there were some people that didn't it. like it, and I'm like, oh, can, can I have I yours? Have yours? <laughs> <laughs> you you asked me to make apple crisp every year. It's though. Always, you love it's it. It's always good stuff. Mm-hmm. Always good stuff. I might do that for you. 
Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Bobby's saying they'll have to get us some more apple butter. Oh, yes. pear butter, apple butter, all the things. All that stuff was yeah. good. Yeah, We're talking about providing. making it ourselves this year for the first time. I've never made apple butter. We saw a tree yesterday in a neighborhood in Louisville that was just full of pears. It was. Isn't that awesome? I was so I didn't tempted. Know. I knew we could grow them here. I was so tempted to go. We should maybe get one of those trees. Yeah. See if yeah, we can yeah keep yeah, it alive. Yeah. I love, I love pears. That would be I awesome. love pears and apples. I love pear and apple trees. Yeah. So, but if you're around the area, there's all kinds of places you can go pick at different orchards, right? They have mm-hmm. you pick places all over this area. Yeah. And uh, that's what we've been talking about is waiting for the right week to pick the kind of apple that you want in particular. So absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was good. Good, uh, good, uh, good word for the day. Thank you. And uh, we've got some news that you can use. Ooh, let's get yeah. on with that right now. In fact, you guys know that there is news that you can listen to 24 hours, seven Ooh. days a week, 365 days out of the year, and it will bring you down. You just have to turn it on, and within a few minutes, you will be discouraged. <laughs> and destroyed. And, and this is not what the Lord is calling for you yeah. to be. He wants you to be encouraged. He wants you to be full of love and anticipation of the good. And so here's what we do. We scour the world to find news that is uplifting for you that's relevant today. And we call it news you can use. Take it away, Terry Wright. All right. Coming to you from uh, this uh, this article here. This is an awesome one. It's about uh, more revival. They're saying, oh, that's the old picture. Yep, that's, that's the old Now, this video. is what we talked about last week, right? right. Okay. This was at um, Auburn. Auburn University, right? And uh, look at, uh, let's see, where's the one for, I'm still, it's still in Auburn. But we're going to pull this other one in here. I'll get it for you. Help me out. This is, help me Jesus, would you? <laughs> All right. This is, uh, it's uh, happening at another university. And it is at Texas A&M, there Corpus Christi. Yeah. All right. So um, let's see, man, where did it go? Okay, here we go. Here's one. This is a great shot right here. The The revival has reportedly been uh, breaking out in Texas. And a young adult pastor says it shows no sign of slowing down. In fact, in a recent interview, uh, Tariq Whitmore, the young adult pastor at New Life Church in Corpus Christi, noted that a spiritual mo- movement is underway among the students with hundreds making professions of faith and getting baptized almost daily. In the spring of 2022, he said they started to see people preaching in their small groups, inviting their friends who don't know the Lord to their small groups. And instead of the small group being a Bible study, they would have someone get up and preach. And every time it would happen, one or two kids would give their lives to the Lord. And so he also added that during the entire spring semester, he'd open the church late at night to baptize students. He says, I wasn't doing anything or ministering in any specific way. I'm just the guy with the keys at this point, he said. But he noted that many students have been radically changed in their conversation. They're seeing people repent from compromise, making a decision to make a public declaration of saying, no, I want to give my whole life to Jesus starting today. And then they see them radically transformed. And here's what this transformation is doing. They're living in purity and righteousness, even at this secular university. And in August, they held its annual outreach. New Life Church did. And 1,000 students attended, 124 made professions of faith, and they were baptized. And check this out. Here's what's going on in the campus. Said we've had about 21 small group gatherings and young adult life groups. And the smallest one's about 
20 people, he said. And the largest one's about 90. So over 400 people in these small groups gathering since Labor Day. And people are inviting their friends and saying, this sounds biblical, something is happening. You need to come and see. You remember that in the, in the New Testament when they were like, come, Nathaniel? He's like, you got to come check this out. And since Labor Day, 21 baptisms have taken place. An additional five students were baptized last Thursday. It just keeps happening. And he says he's hesitant to use the word revival, but he's to the point where he doesn't know what else to call it, especially in light of what's happening around the nation and multiple other college campuses. And it really does seem like a nationwide move of God has taken place. I call it a revival. And they just, they're just glad to be a part of it. It's time for you guys to know the news you can use as a trend. And here's what it is. Revival is breaking out and has been breaking out on our nation's campuses, both Christian and secular colleges alike. That's we right. are seeing kids being saved and baptized. And this is something we're reporting so that you will go and tell your friends, you know, we can talk about news and weather all the day around the water cooler and with people that we're standing in line with at the grocery store. How about talking about some things that's really changing the face of our nation? Yes, It's been something that's been on our radar since the early spring this year, when we saw Asbury Seminary break out in revival. And because it's For only sure. an hour away from our house, we got to go and experience that. Yeah. It yeah. has been catching and literally flowing. We've been praying and praying and praying that revivals would break out on our nation's campuses, and it's happening. Yeah, I mean, just look it's at happening. that face. That's freedom right and there. And revival is transformation, and it's walking in not only salvation and righteousness, but we're seeing water baptisms, healing, physical healing, um, mental health healings. Mm -hmm. We're seeing um, uh, deliverances and people being set free from the bondage of sin and all the things that that entails, you guys, it is signs and miracles and wonders taking place. And this is truly revival because when we see these kind of things happen and then continue to persist, the Lord is doing something in this country. He is moving in the lives of our young people and it is changing our country. And instead of hearing about, you know, political unrest or hearing about financial unrest, while those things may be true, when you are hearing what the truth of God is doing for people in this nation, that is news that needs to perpetuate. Yeah, for sure. And that's why we try to bring it to you. Like we've said, just so you'll have something extra to talk about. And it opens the door, the possibilities of the conversation to move away from the natural and into the supernatural. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. really simple. Yeah. You don't have to be a theologian or know all the right things to say. You're not evangelizing, trying to get somebody to, to convert to, to Christianity or to become a believer or recommit. It's not about that. Don't think about those things. That's Holy Spirit's job. It's yeah. only our job to just report yeah. what's going on in the world. Where is God moving and how can it be uh, shared with others? You know, yeah. that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. That's so good. Thank you for sharing news that news that use. we can use. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah uh, it is. Ron for loves sure. apple crisp. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah. Apple good crisp. Stuff. It's a word stuff. for the word for your word phrase for your day. Maybe remember Pee Wee time. Herman and um, <laughs> yeah, um, whenever they would have a word for the day the on Pee Wee's Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse. Playhouse, Pee Wee's Playhouse, the word for your day. Um, that's another thing we're showing our age about, and it would always be like um, the word for your day is believe, and then they would turn around and try to get somebody to say the word. What is that? What is it that you have to do on the Lord Jesus Christ? Believe. <gasps> 
Everybody would go crazy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, you guys could do that, couldn't you? The word for your day is, yeah. ap- is apple crisp. Yeah, yeah, Try yeah. Try to get yeah. everybody to say apple crisp. Wow, wow. Well, you know, today is, um, we talked about a few um, one-hit wonders was the one of the days for the National Day. Um, this one fell into the one-hit wonder category, not because of their music. Anybody remember this? Here's the music. All right. So there is uh, Unwilling to Rest as a One-Hit Wonder when its first big hit, The Monkees, went off the air in 1968. Look at this. The Partridge Family made its debut September 25th, 1970. And Screen Gems, the company that produced it, didn't want to be a one-hit wonder. So that kind of, see how we tied that in? But in the 8.30 time slot in the evening on September 25th, immediately following The Brady Bunch, ABC premiered a program that would give Screen Gems its second TV to pop chart smash The Partridge Family. And uh, so they, you know, of course, music is a big influence on people. And uh, Screen Gems hired four non-singing child actors for the roles of Lori, Danny, Chris, and Tracy Partridge, and one future teen idol, David Cassidy, we all know, (laughs) for the role of Keith. And in the pilot episode of The Partridge Family, the five children of the widowed single mother convinced their mom to join them in their garage recording sessions and then watch their first record, I Think I Love You, become a number one pop hit on the charts for real, right? You remember that song? Um, and it's, uh, so I think I love you. I woke up in love this morning. They weren't actually recorded though by the five siblings. They were recorded by these uh, professional musicians working in LA at the time, including the drummer, uh, Hal Blaine. You can Google him. He's a really famous drummer and the other studio musicians known as the wrecking crew. And there's some big names in that as well. But the Partridge family did, however, launch David Cassidy on a short lived career as an actual pop singer. And it also, according to news reports, inspired some misguided runaways to show up on Shirley Jones's Beverly Hills lawn in the hopes that she might adopt them into her television family. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, Little I know, right? facts about yeah. the Partridge family. Yeah, but it is on this day in 1970, they, they launched. And so I thought, you know, maybe somebody remembers either watching it for the first time or maybe you watched it in reruns. That uh, was before know. me. I definitely did not. I, I watched the Brady Bunch in reruns. My sister and I did a lot. But yes. the Partridge family yep, wasn't so as, as important or uh, we just didn't have the opportunity to watch it as much. Yeah. Well, and I remember that we always had that. Uh, we always had that stuff on, you know, on the TV shows and things like that. We're always an influence in our house, too. So maybe you guys were influenced by some of those TV shows. I know Gilligan's Island was one. That I like Gilligan's Island. A lot of people, Island. you know, remember. That was another one that was played a lot in reruns mm-hmm. and syndicate yep. and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Well, guess what? It's about time to say goodbye. But before we do that, how about we do one getting to know you question? Can we do that this morning? Can we get one getting to know you question? Well, let me tell you, one getting to know you question entails of this. We have about 200 questions and that are randomly generated. And if you pick a number, then we pick the question associated with that number. But we don't know the question beforehand and neither do you. So what that means is we get a chance to get to know us by our answers and get to know you by your answers. So somebody pick a number between 1 and 184. 1 and 184 will pick the question associated with that number. I'll answer it. Terry will answer it and you'll answer it. Yeah. Rick Grable said, yep, they were the family that rode around in that colorful bus. And Mary Kay said she watched The Partridge Family and she was 10 when it debuted. So there you go. 
And Michelle loves the Partridge family. Shirley Jones sang on the recordings as well as their then former stepson, David Cassidy. Yes. So yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. have a number for us. One to 184. One to 184. What Come up with the number be? and we will pick the coordinating question. I think it's going to be in the second. Two. Oh, there it is. It's nah. number two. Number two question. All right. The so number two where's question. The number two here is get up here to the. Oh, see, we kind of talked about some things today like it's this. It's very appropriate for yeah. today show. All right. And so here's did. the question that we want to ask you and you answer and we'll tell you our answers too. What food do you love that a lot of people might find a little odd? Well, um, I'm going to go with cottage cheese. <laughs> you think people find that odd? I like grits and cottage cheese. I don't know. I guess people find it odd. I do not know. I Okay, here's one that I say and peop, almost everybody wrinkles their nose. Taylor says cottage cheese. Cottage cheese, okay. I think She's yelling it. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, one of the things I do like is tofu. And a lot of yeah. people get bent out of true, shape. True, true. A lot of people, people don't are understand. People like, you like tofu? Yeah, it sounds, yeah, smells like, sounds like tofu, you know, and they're like, How they about have you? all the jokes. What's something you like that people find odd? Uh, um, I'm trying to think of an, an actual food, but a food combination that I really like. And I don't know how this got started, but at the Pizza Hut back in Scott City, I used to be able to get Canadian bacon, pepperoni, pineapple, and shrimp. You know those little salad shrimps? They had Canadian bacon, pepperoni, pineapple, and shrimp on a pizza. And people were like, that's kind of weird. But when, I don't know, if you like shrimp, when you taste it, it all seems to kind of blend together. All right, there it is. Do you know of a food that, that I that's weird that I like? That I mean, What would you say if someone asked you that question about me? Mm. I mean, I like all food, so I really don't. I know that you cannot have chocolate cake without milk. So sure. um, okay. I don't know how weird that is, but I know it's like a hard and fast like rule in your life. Melted ice cream. Right? Rick says blasphemy. <laughs> I want to hear you guys. What do you guys think? What's an odd food that you like that other people find odd? We've been talking about this all morning. I like sauerkraut too, which gets some people fired up. What yeah. do you guys think? Is there any is there any that you guys have? Taylor says cottage cheese. I know a lot of you like something. Crackers and water. Okay. Okay. Mm. There you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about that's some people would find that odd. Ron, you're right. Yeah. Friend of mine one time, um, he uh, they didn't have any milk in the refrigerator and he wanted breakfast cereal. So he poured him a big old bowl, like one of those salad serving bowls uh-huh. full of like, I don't know if they were Cheerios. No, not Cheerios, like Fruit Loops or something. And they didn't have any milk. So he poured water in it thinking it's, you know, it's a liquid. It's going to be fine. He went to eat it and it was terrible. And his mom caught him and made him eat the whole bowl. Oh. And he said, ever since then, I can't eat cereal. Oh my. And that'll ruin it for yeah, you. Yeah, that will ruin it for so you. So crackers and water, maybe some, I don't know, you know, but still, I love, I love both the you know, the kind of the thing. So, well, we'll wait another minute or two and see if you guys have any odd food cravings or All things right. that you like. Maybe, maybe it was a pregnancy thing for you. Maybe you <laughs> like, you know, pickles and chocolate or something. I don't know. Yeah. Ice cream. I well, don't while know. we're waiting on some responses to come in, don't miss our next episode. We're planning on Thursday night live. Yes. We love Thursday night live, spending the evening with you, getting ready to kick off the weekend. So that'll be Thursday night, a new time for most of you, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Right. in the mountain time zone. So 8 Eastern, 7 Central on Thursday night. Join us for Thursday Night Live. It'll be a lot of fun, and uh, we hope that you'll find some time to come and spend with us. That's exactly right. You know what? We've loved being with you today. Not only have you encouraged us, but we really hope we've encouraged you by prayer in the Word and the Spirit, and we hope that you have an incredible day and an incredible week in Jesus. That's right. Don't forget, you matter to God, so you matter to us. That's why we're here, and we try to be here as often as we can. You can reach us through our website, 
Here comes uh, what are, Emily to announce just a moment where you can find out all the details about the Good Morning Show. Hey, we love you guys. Bless you. Bless you guys. We'll see you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.